Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. You know what? We all need a Wendy in our lives because uh, right now we're obviously tomorrow doing a big... uh, We're collecting canned foods here at East Coast Radio House. I know. Um, uh, Everyone's trying to help out. Gifted the Givers are working uh, 24 hours. I get that. But... We do need to ask the tricky question about insurance, flood and flood-related yeah. insurance and damage claims. And that's I mean, why Wendy for comes those, in. Yeah, for those who've lost loved ones in this mm. terrible tragedy and, and entire homes and all of that, yeah. um, huge sympathy, sympathies for them. But it did, did bring to mind, you remember that last huge um, flood, that huge downpour yeah. of uh, October 2017. Yes. Um, and the same issues are going to now obviously replay out over the claims, the mm. huge claims. Those that, well, if you have a, a bond, you have to have homeowner's insurance. Mm. It's a must. You can go through the bank or you can go to another insurer, but you have to have it. So those claims, um, obviously the insurance industry is now bracing itself for a flood of flood-related damage claims. Mm. Um, the assessors will be working overtime to deal with those claims as they did 18 months ago. Um, that that uh, October 2017 one cost any municipality more than half a billion rand, by the way, to repair the infrastructure damaged um, in that storm. Yeah, At the time, Mandy Barrett of Insurance Brokerage and Risk Advisors, Aon South Africa, said the severe weather conditions highlighted how vulnerable the country is to climate change Mm. and changing weather patterns that come with it. The downpours happen in a matter of minutes, she said, with incredible intensity, as too many people unfortunately know. Mm. Proving that extreme weather catastrophes happen with very little warning and there's just no telling as to how severe they will be. General consensus from meteorologists is that climate change is having a massive impact on property losses. And South Africa should brave brace itself for a new wave of abnormally heavy rain and hail storms, powerful winds, and of course, drought conditions in many regions. So all of that means we We need to make sure sure we're insured. Exactly. So not only that, but we need to make sure that when we make our claim, when disaster strikes, that the claim will actually succeed. Mm. So in many cases, and I get these all the time, collapsed boundary or retaining wall claims are repudiated by insurers on the ground that there were defects in their design, materials, or construction, or that they weren't properly maintained. So in other words, if you let a huge, heavy creeper, a bougainvillea or something, go mm. onto your, your, your fence or wall, um, that wall will gradually become compromised. Okay. Um, so this is what I'm saying is, you know, Short-term insurance ombudsman would tell me recently that policyholders argued that the wall would not have collapsed except for that storm. And because storm damage is covered in their policy, the insurer must be liable for the loss. She says on the face of it, this may be true. And here's the warning. If an insurer is able to show that the wall would, on a balance of probabilities, have withstood the storm had it been adequately built or maintained, they are entitled to reject the claim. So you can see there's room for a lot of uh, fighting to go on there. I will say, though, after a storm as massive as the one Durban experienced earlier this week, in most cases, insurers would have a pretty hard time trying to claim that the damage was caused by, caused by anything other than extreme, you know, force of nature. Yeah. Um, and a retaining wall, which had remained intact for 30 or 40 years and then collapsed during such a storm, um, you know, it, it's, it, would have, it would be considered that that wall, um, you know, did st- would have stand, stood the test of time if not uh, for the fact that there was that major storm and so the claim would be successful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, as many people would have discovered 18 months ago, 
Um, that doesn't stop you and Sheriff from putting up your excess once they know that your property is particularly susceptible to flooding because of where it is, you know, in, the, in a dip of a, uh, at the bottom of a hill, for example. Yeah. And possibly your premiums should, could go up as well. So people, you know, that could be, you, you might have your claim paid out, but that will be the aftermath. I don't know if you remember, that's, that's a bit of an ask, 18 months ago, Zelda Neal telling us after the 2017 storm, mm. um, how her low-lying Durban home was completely flooded in a previous storm um, I think 2016 for the second time and she got paid out but her premium her excess on flood damage oh, tripled up. from 3,000 yeah. to 15 imagine oh, yes, oh, so yeah. I've just been thinking because this is what Consumer Watch needs to do if you are house hunting you need to ask very specific questions not only about the load shedding zone yeah. that the house is in <laughs> but the flooding history of the property and the area because that will affect your insurance premium and excess to a very very large extent true story okay so getting back yeah. to boundary and retaining walls which collapsed yeah, during storms the crux. surely the mm. inspector who visits the home when you're in the process of buying it should uh, pick up on uh, that maybe it's substandard there's something yeah that is a very good question very often asked and I'm part of a quite a big misperception which I'll explain in a little bit okay more with Wendy Nola when we get back Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola Thursdays at 8.40 Wendy lady yes I'm here why aren't the problem areas of a house noted by the inspector that uh, that the bank sends around when you've applied for a bond Okay, so that's a common misperception um, among people who take out a loan and homeowners insurance with the same bank. So you get your bond with EPSA and then your insurance on the home with EPSA. Mm. They will sell it to you, try and sell it to you. You don't have to take insurance with the bank. You can go get your own, but you have to have insurance if your home has a bond, right? Yeah. So when their fallen down wall claims are rejected by the insurance company, they say many people but the property was inspected by a representative of the bank at the time that i bought it so before the bond was approved so any failure to meet national building requirements should have been pointed out by the inspector surely um but that argument actually doesn't hold any water excuse the pun Mm -hmm. because the bank inspection has nothing at all to do with assessing an insurance risk. Those are two separate divisions. The bank person goes to the house when you apply for a bond to see if there's sufficient value in the property to justify the purchase price and to see if there's sufficient security in the bond for them to risk Giving you the, loaning you the money, right? Oh. So it's got not, they aren't in looking at the roof to see that it's not infested with borer, and they are not looking to see that the boundary wall Just was built at, according at to how much this regulations. Yes, yes. So, how do we so protect no one's ourselves? inspecting. How do okay. we protect ourselves? Instead of you know, getting like, sorry for you, we're not paying to fix your wall scenario. Yeah, which is when you claim and you need it more than ever. Mm. Okay, so before you buy a property, yeah. find out what your homeowner's policy requires in terms of your boundary or retaining wall. And if you don't know whether yours, one, whether you, in your existing home or one you want to buy, complies or not, have it professionally assessed. And here's the thing with our security-obsessed society. Mm. Often people um, extend the wall or the fence, right? You see that everywhere. Uh, and then yeah, you yeah. put a, a big um, electric fence thingy yeah. on top. Yeah. And the, the foundations are only meant for that you know, small little 1970s um, fence or, or wall. And so when it falls over, the insurer, the assessor will say, sorry, it's it was not sound engineeringly. What, well, it's not sound structurally, mm. I'm looking for. Yeah. So um, if you 
discover that the walls or structures were not built according to the required standards, you must disclose this information to your insurer so that they can adequately assess the risk, the Ombudsman advises. It may mean you have to pay an additional premium in order to enjoy cover for otherwise excluded portions of the property, or it might mean that certain portions will be excluded from your cover. But I think, you know, given the weather we're experiencing, if you're in an older home or perhaps you can see the walls being extended, um, get a professional uh, property assessor around, there are many of them, um, mm. and protect yourself because you don't want to find out when your walls collapse and it's going to cost 150,000 Rand yeah. to restore your security that you actually don't have cover that you've been paying for every month. All right. So, so I just thought that was an important time to <laughs> to remind people about yeah, that. Yeah. Although a week ago would have been even better. But I mean hindsight well, we is did it for 18 months ago Darren, <laughs> just saying <laughs> no 100% alright my two takeaways is that um, if you make any uh, structural changes on your property you need to get that reinsured uh, reassessed for uh, insurance yes, to uh, make for sure that, that, it, that your, your insurer will cover you if it yeah. falls down yeah. and if you're buying and property in the 21st century yes. in the age of climate change you've got to make sure that you're not in a flood zone or a drought zone because that's, uh, that's, that's unfortunately the world we live in right now absolutely alright thank you Wendy Okay, Darren, speak next week. We'll see you next week. And if you mm-hmm. want to contact Wendy, uh, her best place, to, uh, the best place to get a hold of her is on her Facebook. Uh, there is an email option on her Facebook. It's Wendy Nola Consumer. East Coast. East Coast.